everybody. Welcome back to another episode of College Football Uncensored Podcast brought to you by Texas Pete and Saturday Down South. I'm Tyler. That's Chris. Chris, how are we doing today, buddy? Oh, it's been a long day. A long, long, long day, huh? Yeah. Saving, showing off that long dirt. Getting Whoa. five stars. Okay. Let's yeah, we're going to start. We're going to bring some heat. We were always bringing Pete. We're going to bring some heat. That was so extreme, though. That was a lot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. How many five stars did you say? Nine. All right. Well, let's jump into that because today is signing day. Uh, it doesn't feel like it. It sucks, right? Because it's not really signing day to me. God, you're so negative. Where are the comments? Where, did you? Where are you? Did you honestly like pay attention to signing day today? So Tyler, this is my whole last job. So yes, I did. Uh, I did a yeah. deep dive for like the last two days, probably on some interesting stats and stuff that I thought was kind of interesting. Not everyone did, um, but looking at like total five stars signed in, in the history of like SEC and all this other stuff. But we talked about this like I remember we first the first year we recorded like like when we started the pod, and it was the first year they had December signing or maybe mm-hmm. it was even the year before we started i was talking about with connor but i remember looking at it and there were 80 kids out of the top 100 on 24 7 that had already either committed or signed it was just done it was like 80 percent. so there's like yeah. no and, and most of them are like the you know big time recruits um so not a lot of fun surprises or anything like that especially in the sec where everything's an arms race and they're just trying to get it done as soon as possible um you know how many there were going into today that weren't I, committed? Five percent. Four four total players. Four total players. There were two five stars, and there were two others in the entire top one hundred that were deciding today. Like that, Rashad. So four like percent. Mm-hmm. And one of them pushed it back. One of the five stars, the tight end, who's probably going to go to Georgia because of fucking course he is. Is he pushes back? Um, <laughs> the the just emotional roller coaster and the 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 blood pressure i just felt rise reading jeff rollins's uh comment here about you, bama can't claim those five stars because they were on a different team before that's good that's good also teddy simpson what's up where are you from what you drinking this is like an og og listener here uh Chris Smith said, Bama needs to sign more five stars because of how many are transferring out. So that's fun to get my own facts and deep dives that I, I dug up used against me now, which I did not see coming. That was I should have thought that one through. So, yeah, so the, the class is now official. I guess Deuce Robinson is still yet to sign. A white guy named Deuce. Dude, his dad went to Florida State, man. That Tough makes times. Sense. That tracks. Um. Alabama, nine five stars, as you said, according to the 247 composite. Um, Is that obviously, good? It's pretty good. I, I will say that it does seem good. Um, that includes, what is there, one at every single position? Okay, so this is something that's weird because you think about like the the storyline that we heard for most of the year about like Will Anderson, especially like not getting to the quarterback. Like Will Anderson and Dallas Turner are – superstars are like from a talent standpoint, especially combined. They only had, I think 13 and a half sacks combined. <laughs> Why? What is the, okay. Um, 
so I looked into this, the edge edge position, right? For edge rushers is a position that 24 seven sports just started tracking or ranking three years ago before it was like weak side linebacker D and whatever, but like specific edge rushers, they've only been ranking that position for three years in those three years. There have been 10 total five stars. Bama has signed six of them. Jesus. And they've signed the number one player at that position every single year it's been available. And that also doesn't include Chris Braswell, who's still before that time was second, like a weak side linebacker. So they got six out of the 10. Georgia got two. Uh, Texas A&M got one. And I think one of them was like Oregon or some shit. This is crazy, man. Yeah. I didn't realize that edge class, how ridiculous that was. So that, so three five-star edge rushers. In this class alone, they had two last it's, year and one the year before. It's crazy the amount of talent that was in the state of Alabama this year coming out. Yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. Have you seen um, the? Have you seen that? Seen what? Here, I'll try to go to it while we talk about this. The, the, the they had, Alabama. they probably had like, I don't know, at least five five stars come out of the state of Alabama this year. Yeah, that doesn't happen ever. I think Georgia got one of them, um, and we're like we're obviously going to talk about Bama because they they. I think there's two winners from today, like, and and I I initially had the hat on for the other winner, but then it looked kind of goofy. But how about Shane fucking Beamer, man? Oh I yeah, had... dude, the DN man, Nick uh, Nicholas Harbor. Is he a DN? I think he's a DN. Like his body type is DN dish, but he he runs like a running back. So they're gonna play him at receiver, is what Shane Beaver said. He's no. 6'5", 225, and he runs a ten two two one hundred yard meter dash. Like <laughs> how? Like how are you that? You're playing him at receiver. That? Yeah, that, I mean, like, and honestly, now it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal that that uh, Jaheim Bell left. Um, right. Catching up with some of the comments. This is probably also gonna be a little bit more of the format going to the off season is, is being a little bit more interactive. What's up, William Gray? Um, yeah. I mean, like, and, and I always say those two were the winners from today because there wasn't that much room for improvement for any of these classes, right? Like most of the hay was like already in the barn. Um, I mean, again, the nine five stars thing is fucking stupid. Obviously uh, there were 39 total five stars. Remember we had this conversation before the season and I said like, you know, conspiracy theory now that nil is so rampant i wonder if these recruiting services are going to start like upping the number of five stars and shit like that and somehow get involved in the money and the first thing i said was look at the amount of five-star quarterbacks there's like five and they're all ranked at the top like eight in the country um there were 30 something the first time we looked at this and then after i did that deep dive remember it went down to like 24 like the next week back up there's 39 total five stars in this year's class um, the SEC uh, took 21 of those, which I honestly was kind of surprised it wasn't wasn't more. Um, the Big 12 took seven, which was just OU in Texas. Uh, the future SEC teams, these kids will be playing in the SEC. Right. Those kids that go to Texas and Oklahoma. The Pac-12 got five. The ACC got four. Um, y'all got one, I think, Clemson, and then Miami had two. The Big 10, one total five-star in the entire conference. And it, of course it went to Ohio state. Right. Um, I, and I honestly, I like, it was kind of interesting just because 
I know I, I looked at this last year or the year before, and I remember like it, it, the number was a little bit more staggering. It was like 23 of 31 or something like that of the five stars went to the SEC. It was, it was crazy. Um, kind of skewed in, in just that, that direction for the SEC. But this year, I think some of the things we were saying with NIL, like, you know, these, these kind of like early predictions of what we thought would happen. NIL would be the, I remember saying the NIL would be the quickest way to get blue bloods back to relevancy. Mm-hmm. Do you have hungry donors? They're going to spend a shit ton of money. You look at Tennessee, USC, Miami, all that kind of shit. Where are the other five stars going? Tennis or Texas, Oklahoma, Miami, USC. Yep. Period. UCLA even. UCLA got one. Yeah. I saw Arizona state landed the Rashada kid today. That's a tough break, man. His dad played football there. So, I mean, you, but like, imagine like you were so close to being like a multimillionaire and instead of that, now you're just going to go out to the desert and get like HPV, like everyone else there. Eesh. Tough. Yeah. Tough scene. Yeah. Um, so obviously Alabama and Georgia are going to be your top ranked teams, um, including Georgia. And like, they, like, we're not, we're not a pair. Okay. They're not the top. There's one top ranked team, Tyler. What about when Deuce Robinson commits? Bama has the third highest recruited class in the history of whatever. <sighs> Georgia can't catch one. That. But Georgia, I think we'll have six, five starts at that point. Yeah. Uh, just dumb. Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Miami, Oregon, Tennessee, Notre Dame round out round out the top ten. So we'll get also go go to the top twenty five because South Carolina had to move up. The, the the SEC had seven different teams land a five star. Um, I don't know why some of these logos are huge. I don't either. It, it, I guarantee you, it's probably something that like an A and M fan probably like hacked the server and, and just was like South hmm. Carolina ended up at sixteen. That's really big. Yeah. They pulled that kid. They pulled that kid from Washington, D.C., first off. And it was between them and Oregon. And I didn't realize until after he committed because he's going to run track in college. Like, that's a big get for Shane Beamer. It's not a kid in their backyard, for one. And then, you know, to like Oregon track. Like, I mean, I just feel like that's that's a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of obstacles and uphill battles that he had overcome. That's that's really good. Uh, Nick Holcomb in the chat says, well, he answered his own question before he even asked it. So he says, NIL will be a strong recruiting pitch moving forward. And then he asks, how in the world is Miami 7? You answered it with your first thing that you yeah. said. NIL will be a strong recruiting pitch moving forward. Uh, Notre Dame is 10 because of Sam Hartman committing. I mean. I don't think he counts for that. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah. this is not tr- including transfers. I did. Uh, I also did a deep dive of the total amount of five stars all time that um, all the blue bloods around the country would have signed. Miami's up there, I think. You know who? Um, I like. I looked through the SEC. I think this gives like South Carolina like their seventh five star of all time, um, which I thought was like kind of surprising, a little bit low, but. Of course, Bama and Georgia are one and two. I think Ohio State was three. Uh, Florida State, like I think, was third or fourth with like like fifty eight five five stars all time. Oh, yeah. We believe it or not, we used to recruit very well. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, I, I thought that was uh, that was really interesting because I think the fact that that when you talk about 
like anyone trying to play catch up with Georgia, I don't think it's going to happen, but like Beamer has, has been great. Like in his first, first two years. Um, and he just keeps winning these battles. You don't think he's going to win. Yeah. I, I, I'm shocked that that kid, I mean, I had heard good things obviously for South Carolina leading up to it, but I was just shocked to even hear that. And the fact yeah. that they landed him. I mean, you know, obviously NIL is going to play a role in a lot of these big time recruits. So, I mean, you can't really just say, well, NIL got it. I mean, uh, you could, but I don't know. I just feel like NIL, like South Carolina is not gonna be the highest bidder. If you're talking, if you're going up against the big boys. So no. And I love the fact that, uh, you know, they're, they're still having success there for one. And then two, I don't know if you saw his commitment graphic. I think Hayes Fawcett, made it who he's the worst but uh the graphic was like one of the pictures of this kid when he was like i guess on campus taking all like their fucking pictures and shit they had a bojangles themed like boom box which because there's a bojangles right across the street from williams rice which is just I, I, I thought that was awesome beautiful um the other thing was what was it that i thought that i thought was interesting was uh it wasn't beamer it was the fact that oh like I thought about this earlier, because like if you are anybody that's on social media or TikTok or just ventures out into the world um, and sees the generation following like millennials, like Gen Z, yeah, they're the fucking worst. Like, oh, they, dude, this is how it starts, dude. You 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 sound like boomers did when we were coming up as millennials. Okay, first off, just let me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> Liz, and let me let me just go from here. You're a boomer. That's what you're saying. No, no. What I'm saying is. Like a couple weeks ago, they were eating like fucking NyQuil flavored chicken. And like, I, I don't understand any of like most of the language. And I know I sound old right now. But have you noticed that the like the lack of drama with with these announcements for for signing day now? I haven't seen yeah, one yeah. angry mom. I have only seen one angry dad. And that was when Facebook sent me a friend recommendation this morning at 630 uh, for my own fucking father, which was a whole other thing we got to get into later. No, we're not my God. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like there's not any kind of like crazy drama. I feel like at the, at these actual announcements anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The, I think all the videos and all the shit that they do on campus. Yeah. <laughs> I love the I love seeing the pictures of Dan Mullen doing that. Yeah, <laughs> just, there, I guess that's just a good look right. There's man. a crazy amount of fucking glamour shots and like just Olin Mills on steroids that they have set up there now. Yeah, what but, do you do uh, with pictures of a school you don't go to? I keep them on the gram, bro. I guess, yeah. <laughs> for when you never, dude. Leave. I don't know. You're at. You're at. I'm. I'm a father of two. All right. Maybe I should start learning this stuff for when my kids get to this age I'm, I'm not looking forward to it man i don't think either of your kids are going to be athletic enough to whoa i'm just saying you've holden's already starting to play john mayer he's bringing the acoustic guitar to the party man it's only That's four true. it's a good move <laughs> but i mean still Dude, um, 18 months yeah okay totally i meant like in dog years anyway um no it was a it was a pretty pretty good i think like all around um close to the sunday stuff i did this, I did this yeah. deep dive where I looked at, like I said, the total five stars um, that were that each team has landed uh, in the SEC all time. This is going to shock you, but Vandy never had one. They haven't even what? signed a top 100 recruit. 
And you know who their third highest ranked recruit in the history of that program is? How about you next? You come down up, we're going to show you what kind of oh, ball. Oh, that guy? Play. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, anyway. Dang, no. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was when we had the old podcast. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Do we need to talk about Stetson? I mean, I feel like at no. this point. All right. But like it's just stupid. I don't even want to talk about it. Well, I'm going to. Okay. Why are you fucking playing ding dong ditch at 25? <laughs> go commit a felony, bro. Like, what do you do? Like, go steal, go steal some shit. Is that really what happened? Uh, yeah. They just ding dong ditch somebody. That was it. I guess. I honestly, I mean, I don't know. Like, that's. I woke up at like one o'clock on Sunday, hungover as shit, because I went out for the first time in the Highlands for like in like three years. And I had a bunch of texts like, you see Stetson? And I was like, I'm going to throw up on my phone right now. Please stop. <laughs> um, and then there was like, there was like a video that reportedly surfaced of him, like getting tackled by the cops, but I, it looked just like the Baker Mayfield thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I honestly don't know all that was like kind of like a, a blur, but I mean, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, whatever. Like drunken, dis- drunk in public. I, I'm not trying to say this to be funny. He's been drunk in public almost every time we've seen him not playing football. <laughs> Unless he's at the Canes for whatever reason, like on like that Monday morning shift he does after they win the Natty every year. Maybe uh, maybe he'll go on Gruden's camp and uh, they'll bring Harbaugh in and be like, "You got a you got a alcohol problem? You like beer, huh? <laughs> yeah, you, you like you sex? Like <laughs> oh man, just the worst scene ever. Um, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the Stetson thing, I'm just done. I, I just want him to, like, move on to the league so we can stop talking about all the Stetson stuff. What are, you, what are you more tired of hearing? My problems in general, Stetson Bennett, he made someone mad because he didn't write a thank you note for something or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or my personal favorite, don't you even fucking think about claiming that player that went to your school for some period of time as your actual player. Cause I swear to God, dude, I'll ruin the next three to four days of your life on Twitter. I swear to God. So my options are that hearing about your problems, which is, are always changing. Right. Or hearing about what was the third? Stetson. Stetson. I hear all about all three every day. Jalen Hurst thing is so fucking stupid. It's just so fucking stupid. All right, go off, Queen. All right, here we go. Here's the deal. Fuck Brandon Walker for one. I'll just say it. Like that, like just the the fact that like this is I know it's not a real argument. And also, like, I shouldn't be the one that's like handling anything with like logic and reason, because I never do that. But like, I just don't understand how bored we have to be to be like, you know what? I'm going to invest time and energy into being mad about. Bama fans claiming this or Joe Burrow being claimed, but who fucking cares? Like who fucking cares? What if we just look at it and like, Hey, that guy, Jalen hurts, you know, he did play, he was a two year starter at Alabama and, and he got pulled the national championship game, uh, which I know Brandon Walker, who I'm assuming has never played sports in his entire life. Very, he took that very personally. Is like, that was the biggest game of Jalen's life. Not everyone's. Um, and you know, to have him come out of that game, and I'm assuming we have a very short-term memory where, like, you don't remember that he also came back in that same building 
and then led a comeback against Georgia in the same building he was benched in 11 months later, winning the SEC championship. I, I just, who, like, just be happy for the kid. He's like, he's doing great. I don't he's get doing it. Great. He is. Like, I just, I don't like. Yeah. No, he is. He's, he's far exceeded my expectations of what he'd do in the league. I mean, I didn't think he'd be horrible, but I mean, he's damn well. I mean, he was on his way to winning MVP. He, I don't know if he will, but actually, I don't even think he's a candidate. I think he is. But also, I, I do have to say this one part, and I'm going to feed, you know, like this stupid shit, even though I shouldn't. But I, Georgia fans, if you are thinking about weighing in on this, about like Bama fans ever saying negative things about their quarterback. Just sit this one out. Just go polish the trophies. Enjoy like being back-to-back champs and just fucking sit this one out. Because of all the conversations that I feel like you don't have a leg to stand on, it's is that one. And I, I got sent like a DM from some stranger. It was like, oh, you said Bama fans never talk shit about Jalen. I was like, I've never met you. I've never, I'd never said that. I don't, I don't know. The internet's a big place. I'm sure you'll find something. And of course, my favorite thing on the internet, he did a uh, four pick collage of <laughs> like you talking shit about Jalen. No, no, these four people I don't know on oh, Twitter oh, from 2017 that were like, Jalen Hurts sucks. I'm like, okay, I don't like, uh, I, <laughs> I don't get it. I just, I, I just don't get it. I could just imagine him going into Google and typing in Twitter advanced search. Jalen Hurts sucks. Oh, babe. Babe. <laughs> I found it. I told you I'd fucking find it. Seven different people, dude. Seven people from 2017 said that Jalen Hurts sucks. Put him up. Let's make a, mira- a, a collage. A mirage. I'm, I'm going to show up at their fucking doorstep. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Chris Hansen their ass if they say Print it one on more positive thing. Print it on a sign. Yeah, yeah. He said he had two nannies. Leave him be. I love it. It just is so crazy. Somebody said Freebird. I William Gray said horny for recognition, which I thought was Yeah. It was it was something. It was something. Yeah. Uh speaking of people getting spicy. Just had to make that transition over to Texas Pete. Oh man. The spiciest of spice. Let's take a quick time out here, talk about Texas Pete. They have the spice and the flavor that really kicked the football season up a notch in 2022. I feel like yeah, this season was so good because of Texas Pete. In a you way. You felt like this was a good season? Fantastic season. I felt like it was a bad season, but Texas Pete was the only thing that got me through. Oh, see, I think Texas Pete is what made it great for me. Yeah, I mean, like that's It's fair. all about perspective. Yeah, we had very different like like you're I feel like you're like the guy that I like run into like outside of like Whole Foods when I'm like changing my tire because it's flat for some reason and I can't afford to go to Whole Foods and you have like a life is good shirt on. And I'm like, fuck you, Doug. Like life is good for real. But <laughs> Damn, then we bro, had a bond hurts. over over Texas Pete. I, I honestly I will say I'll just hijack that ad read because let's just make it organic, bro, and tra- and truthful. I went out and had more to drink that I've had in in several years. Do we need back to talk to about then. it? Like everything. No, it was, okay? it was awesome. Like I haven't been out in the Highlands like in forever, and like it was. I ran into like all these old like friends and people I hadn't seen in years. People were nice. Um, oh, that's which was good. Yeah, that was, that was a plus. Um, it was like really fun because that was like my favorite. You know, I lived there for years, and it was like my favorite place and like favorite time. Um, 
And then I came home and I just dumped a, just three different bags of frozen whatever onto a pan and, and cooked it all together. You did the grandma's boy? Yeah. <laughs> it was like hash browns, sausage balls, and I think like chicken <laughs> nuggets, like dino nuggets. And, and I just put, what I did was I put the Texas Pete barbecue on this side, the honey mustard in the middle, and then the wing sauce on the side. They were all touching a little bit too, though. So I could I could dabble in all of them. I'll be honest. When I say dabble, I just was drunk, just smearing it all over myself. Mm. It was great. Well, if you want more because you used it all the other night, go to texaspeat.com. Type in the promo code uncensored. Yeah. 20% off your order. Win big with Texas Pete when you sauce like you mean it. Let's move on, Chris. Uh, what else we got going on in the wide world of college football? We should get matching like like bedazzled like denim hats or matching t-shirts that say like sauce ass bitch. No, I got it. You have inside heat that we need to hear about. Sauce ass bitch. Speaking of heat, you got okay. the inside heat. So All right, what's, so going with the Bama. What's, going, what's going on with the Bama OC? You got any any insight on the DC hire potential? Yeah, I know exactly what's going to happen in the DC hire. I actually kind of figured it out on my own. Okay. But, but but we're gonna say you have sources, all right? Yeah, I do. But here's the thing. Okay, so the OC thing is weird because I don't know who they're gonna hire. Um, so the Washington guy turned them down, basically. Sure. Yeah, I don't think like people got real excited about that. I think like I don't think that that was a big deal, just because if you're that guy, one, you're not getting paid. Like they're paying Bill O'Brien one point one million dollars. So the money wasn't going to be different to stay in Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a he has Michael Penix Jr. coming back as his quarterback. Like, and if you're a coordinator, most coordinators, their entire thing is like they're trying to take the next step to become a head coach. I'm like 90% of them, I feel like. So if this guy is like this up-and-coming coach, he was a D3 coach like not too long ago. And he's got Michael Penix Jr. who was – in like the furthest point away from, from us and, and most relevancy put up ridiculous numbers. They had one of the like best offices in the country and he's coming back and you return all that talent. Why the hell would you come down to Tuscaloosa, be told what to do constantly? You're not going to run your offense because they're not going to throw the football 60% of their, like uh, what do you call it? Play calls, which is what Washington did. And, and then like, or would you just stay at the place you're at and continue to ride this wave of like, like everything's working right now. Like, wh- I don't. Why would you leave that? Yeah, I mean, he's been with Kalen DeBoer forever too. So I, I yeah, you know. So what? So what's then? There. What's the scoop then? What's going on? Like, who are we hiring? All right, defensive coordinator. This is kind of a nightmare, but it's also I think, like, it's a nightmare for me personally because I'm gonna have to deal with this and I'm not gonna handle it well on social media. Oh God. But I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, and this is not this is not me trying to give you a hot take. I'm telling you with almost absolute certainty what what is going to happen with the defensive coordinator position. And just hear me out. Todd Grantham is going to be the defensive coordinator. Oh my God. And here's why. And it's going to be, it's going to be awful because it's like, how many more fucking things can we give Georgia fans ammo for to make fun of us for like in this very trying and difficult time for Alabama fans. (laughs) Now you know how they felt for the last 15 years, 40, but yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, um, but here's what's going to happen. And this hit me on Friday when I was getting my dino nuggets from, from uh, 
Publix and I was like my, my fourth beer in. Pruitt is there. They've been trying to hire Pruitt. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're going to be able to hire Pruitt. And even if they did as the DC, he would not be able to coach on field. He still can't recruit um, and go on the road with that. So like he's going to be in a very limited, limited role for that. But I went back and, and was thinking about the fact that when Saban got COVID before the Auburn game in 2020, he made this comment that was kind of weird and stood out to me about how he didn't realize how much he was still able to do and maybe even more like, like from a coaching standpoint, even though he wasn't on the sidelines, he wasn't there. Like he, he was still, he was doing like interviews and like watching like the actual live stream and he'd be ahead of the, the replays and shit like that. And he, he made all these comments, like how he was, he wasn't as taken out of the game and like the situation as he thought he would be. So, I'm guaranteeing you what's going to happen is that Jeremy Pruitt is going to be on staff at some point in the very near future at Alabama. And they have, they have pushed and, and made come on home. No, <laughs> come on home, Jeremy. Um, come on home. Is it, <laughs> damn it. So, uh, and he's a fantastic defensive coordinator. And that's one of the things 100%. that Bear fans love to say about how, like, you know, hey, that defense had been the same since Kirby left. Well, it was ranked number one in the country with better numbers the two years immediately after he left with Jeremy Pruitt. Um, I think that, like, Pruitt and Kirby are like, that's how I feel about that, like, as in terms of defensive minds, in the same way I feel about Sark and, and, and uh, Kiffin. Like, that is the elite. Like, I don't think anyone's on their level. I think Pruitt would be the best hire they could possibly find. Shulman maybe long-term, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But here's the beauty of it. Like Saban doesn't give a fuck about any of the perception about Todd Grantham. Like, do I? Absolutely. I, I hate looking at Todd Grantham for one, because his face looks like the back of my fucking legs. It's disgusting. So it just seems like a bad hire. It's not a hire. So you think of it, this is, is what puppet? this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Like oh Grantham God. is going to be the defensive coordinator in name. You're going to have Nick Saban and Jeremy Pruitt handle the entire defense like and then why like because when i first thought about that i was like well how would grantham even agree to that though because he, he knows <laughs> he's just like he's just a cuck at that point well i wouldn't say that it seems very aggressive um but so think about it that term around very loosely for what it means in in the porn world it's too much guys it's too much so i what? hope <laughs> yeah it's like the whole nature of that word you idiot you got it anyway we'll talk no, about i know the nature later. of the word guys We'll see it's a cucks later, okay? <laughs> Zero cucks given. But Grantham, Grantham has a bit of an ego, and he seems like a pretty big asshole as well. So I was thinking, like, why would he even agree to that? I don't think that people are just really knocking down the door to get Todd Grantham hired as, as like, almost any role. It's the right Nick now. Saban rehab facility, you mean? So if you get to go up there and be the one that gets, like, the recognition, you're the defensive coordinator – you get to put this on your resume. And then, oh, by the way, we'll just take care of everything. Just please, just, I don't know, maybe don't fucking blitz without telling us. Like, don't go rogue and start, like, sign languaging in, like, a fucking mad dog blitz from, from Madden 98. I do think I heard that, um, like, off-the-field analysts are going to have more ability to coach on the field going forward. I think they had voted on that. I thought that was for baseball. I think for football as well. Grace um, is Butch Jones. So I don't know. That could be. I could just imagine on game day, like 
Grantham's out there and he's like he he has a headset, but it just it doesn't work. And and uh and Pruitt's just down below. He's in the he's below the stadium, just he's watching wearing that fucking bonnet like he did in the that one game during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And just call just call uh games from like below the stadium. I, I'm telling you right now, like I, I'm not trying to sound like Bobby Shea's girlfriend in that interview from the the bowl game or whatever. Like that, but th- this is what's going to happen. Like I, I feel very confident in it. And like, and again, it is a win-win in terms of like Grantham. You can do you can you, like you can get the recognition. You will have you will be like the like it's like not how Dan Landing. It's like this is, oh shit. Oh my. This is like a little bit like a worse of an example, but like. Landing got so much credit for how great of a DC he was, right? Yeah. I mean, Kirby ran the show, I'm sure. And he also had Will Muschamp on the staff, like, you know, as the co-DC. Grantham is not, does not have a lot of opportunities right now besides, I don't know, probably some kind of, like, low-budget reality TV, like, weight loss show that he's going to have to be on in, like, three years. But coaching, not a lot of opportunities. So this is perfect for everybody. Okay, what about the OC? I have no fucking clue. I like, I just, I don't, I, it's so weird. Cause like, it, it doesn't feel like there's even like tangible names they're throwing out there. When they said the Washington thing, this is going to make me sound stupid, but I, in, until he turned it down, I was like, why are they interviewing the Washington red, like redskin commander? OC? like, that doesn't make any sense. That's I don't think that's a good. I don't. Offer. That don't make no sense. I don't man. make no sense, man. I don't watch the NFL because you know how them. Bo- you you know how they are. I just I don't. It's too much for me. Boy. So I don't know what they're gonna do for for the OC. Uh, we've got just five minutes left here. We gotta we get go. this. Yeah, we gotta we gotta be we gotta send this over by nine. All right. What were other topics that I sent you and then never made the Google Doc about? <laughs> oh, my dad. Uh, Carl Logan says, did we talk about Kiffin's whiteboard yet? Yeah, actually, I really want to do that. We'll do that next time. Um, anyway, other topics, I threw a bunch of these out here. Yeah, we talked about most, we talked about most of them, uh, outside of the biggest bus of all time. Oh yeah. So I can just make that video after this. I know you want to get out of here. Because you're not committed to this podcast like I am, but it's fine. <coughs> if you'll recall, our producer asked us to send this over at nine. I know, I was kidding. Also, <coughs> pour one out. Well, we already talked about Ken. My stepdad died. We talked about that. Ken got fired, which is great. Um, things are looking up, man. I'm like, I'm I'm back in into being gruntled instead of disgruntled. Well, that's good, man. Yeah, so you should live live life gruntled that's pretty good actually just live life gruntled yeah um are we gonna go to a uh any event in the off season i think we're still awaiting word on that no no we can just like i'm saying like should we do something like whether it's like i don't want to go to a spring game necessarily because that's uh but I was thinking maybe like if there's like a weekend where there's like a baseball series or maybe we, I think there's a basketball like for like the March Madness is in Birmingham. Um, Should I start a 529 for my kids? <laughs> he follows me on Twitter. I cannot give a financial advice on this podcast. So. If you, if you have any questions about finances, just DM me and <laughs> Caden Bailey. What? 
What are we talking about? All right. Things are spiraling. Um, Everything was fine until Caden came in here asking pertinent questions that are very uncomfortable to answer. Um, all right. Well, this has been great. We've lost Chris. He's gone forever. Me? What are you doing? Yeah. About? What are you doing over there? I'm trying to find topics because we're, like, we're trying to close out the show. All right. We need to start doing the uncensored moment of the week again, too, by the way. <laughs> okay. And. Oh, did you see that story about the person who found a penis just like in the parking lot of like a golden corral? No, I didn't. I didn't catch that one. Where was that? I Somebody sent it to me on Twitter. I just had I had so many questions, like because like I was talking about how much I don't like king cake. Like it's just like we're just having a conversation about that because mm. I think it's weird as shit, and it's not that good either. And I don't know why it's so flat. But I was saying all that. She's like, "Oh yeah, that's a good point." Also, did you see this story? And just seamless transition into like, there was just a penis. Yeah, somebody found genitalia in a, like a golden corral parking lot. It was not in the chocolate fondue fountain, which is good. But I just have so many questions as to like, like I'm my I have my back hurts like now. So if I see a quarter on the ground, do I need it? Probably so. Am I going to bend over to get it? No. So who's seeing a penis and was like, I got to grab this, dude. I don't. Wait, so I picked it up. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. Scooter Robinson says it was at a gas station in Mobile, Alabama, but maybe that's a different story. Scooter, did you were you did you find the pins? Scooter, let us know in the chat if you um, <laughs> just very slow, monotonous. Like <laughs> anyway, guys. Yeah, this was pretty slow news week. Scooter found a penis, so um just kidding, Scooter. What kind of gas station was it though? I need to know that. Gotta be a piggly wiggly, right? That's not a gas station, you idiot. <laughs> They don't even sell gas. Everything they have is straight gas. Yo, no brakes, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. Um, what do you do at nine when we're when we're done? Like you like run out of here like like it's the like end of six period. Well, uh, it's up to this point. I haven't spent any time with my wife since about seven a.m. So you all still date? Y'all still together? Yeah. You still trying to make that happen, dude? Yeah. Okay. She keeps keeping me around, you know. Uh, I'm trying to try to put together a uh, a listener meetup on on uh, Valentine's Day at that gas station in Mobile. Anybody okay. that wants to, so in memoriam or to create new scenes? I, I don't know what most of that word means. All right, Caden, okay. we're gonna we're gonna just stop with like any of the very weird comments about. <laughs> yeah, we're ending this stream. <laughs> All right, everybody go like and subscribe. Spotify, that's where you want to find us. Yeah, and YouTube. And YouTube. Thanks. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>